0: Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Download the WinBet app now
1: Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Oh mm. ah! We've got Aiden Hutchinson on today. Chris and Macon talk to Aiden about his first year in the NFL, his biggest plays, what he's gearing up for in year two, Dan Campbell, what makes him so exciting, and how much fun the Lions have on and off the field. March Madness is completed. We have a national champion. It is the Yukon Huskies, and they were not challenged on their way to the throne. Chris, Dr. Fax and Kingston do a little breakdown of the game, reminisce on a few bets lost, and commiserate with Kyle as he thinks of a good tattoo for his Taddy Champs loss. We also talk about the Women's National Championship, the trash talk that came out of that game. We end things with a Succession episode 2 recap and a little bit of a mailbag. Thanks to y'all for answering. Now y'all please enjoy the show.
0: All right, congratulations, UConn, you motherfuckers.
2: Low-key going to blow them out.
0: Yeah, you were right the whole tournament. Um, I bet San Diego stayed big tonight kind of because I was like, hey, fuck it. I'm on the precipice of losing all my football funds from the fall, which Mm -hmm. was nice to feel that way for a while. Like I was good at this. And then I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna put it all on the line on the Aztecs because Kyle, my my brother, uh, if UConn wins the national championship, he has to get the the tattoo. He was the last remaining tatty champs. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to ride with Kyle. I'm not blaming you, Kyle, but I took uh, so I took San Diego State plus eight. Okay, bad bet. <laughs> that was for big. I figured San Diego State and the over. Uh, or, and the under, not gonna both strike out. I had the under, bought to 134. Okay, there's a minute left in the game. UConn's up 16. I have largest lead under 16 and a half. The whole game it was flirting with 17. There were multiple 16 point leads. They got the ball up 16 with a minute to go. Kingston says, UConn's gonna dribble this thing out and take the shot clock violation. And the guy with the braids, lo and behold, is like nah fuck it with 3 seconds to go, I'm going to go air jordan and get
3: point 0.1 seconds when he got well, fouled yeah when he point decided one.
0: to drive though was 3 seconds it was like he was in the air for a long time Crazy. the ball was that was I a mean, bad beat and then he missed the 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 front end uh of of his free throws and it all came down to the second one to hit the rim the 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 under could have pushed could have won the 16 and a half point under bet uh on the on the biggest lead it was just it was a meltdown it was a disaster and it was a shitty game. Shitty game, never was close.
2: Shout out to UConn. It was never close because UConn, they were just a bad matchup for everyone in the tournament this year. Like, they had a big that was very active and on both ends of the floor. And tonight, he was too much. And he was the X factor in the game. And San Diego State, they had a big, like, for in size-wise, they had a big... Mensa, they had him down there. And I just feel like I'm not taken away from Mensa, but he didn't play... The game He didn't that play big. He, he, didn't he, play did, smart. he didn't play the game that you want to play. That you're, it's the championship game. You're playing against the the best the best one of the best bigs in the country. I feel like your game should have been elevated a little bit more. But not to take away from Sonogo, he played at a level that I just think that it made Mensa look the way he did.
0: Yeah, well, that guy, Sonogo's made of concrete. There were a couple times where I thought for sure. If yeah, somebody's going to be able to box him out or, or front him up, and he just would not move, dude. The guy's 6'9", so he's not some giant NBA lottery pick, but the fucking guy had hurt him compared to Kofi Coburn. And I don't know if you like that comparison, but I think Kenny the Jet made it, so I'm off the hook if it's not a good one. But in that, I mean, he's got that old-school old, old school center mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. thing going, and uh, he was skilled, though. He was he's more skilled than Coburn. What if was this was on? the
3: mid-'90s, he'd be
0: a top-five pick. He'd be a top-five pick. So that guy was too much. Then they had a fucking white guy who's seven three, mm-hmm. um, altering they, all these shots. They were hitting every three, making everyone like, you know, uh, San Diego State had multiple four minute spans, like five or six of them, where they didn't score went 11 minutes 11 without a field goal in the first half. You yeah. can't, can't win like and that. And I felt good about it at that point cuz I was like, okay, they're only down 13. It's called gambling delusion. Yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> I was like You were it, like it's okay. I was like yeah. How
0: many teams can go bargaining. Honestly, I want to congratulate San Diego State because how many teams can go 11 minutes without hitting a bucket and be down 13? Right. And there were sp- national champions. I mean, so congratulations to San Diego State on that distinction. It,
1: four stretches of three plus It's a miracle minutes the game was that close. And props
2: and you, to Ladee. We got to give props to Ladee stepped up. <laughs> he stepped up and Lede, he played hard. Yeah,
0: he he gave him a little bit of presence inside, but when
2: And they still bump gave bump
3: the people on. in San Diego a, a moment they'll never forget. That's Lamont game winner in the in the final four.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. Question for you guys,
3: if you're a company investing in these basketball players, don't you think some of those women's basketball players from the weekend like Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark might be getting bigger no question. checks oh, and here's,
2: here's absolutely I, I don't think i don't think caitlin clark is ever going to have to pay for a dinner again in in iowa <laughs> I know, for for the, could, for, for the rest of her GMC life do
0: mc events in perpetuity there and and make bank and, but think you know, about
2: but think about if Angel you have reese
0: you, we, earlier you were talking about 50,000 followers going into the weekend now she's at a million yeah, yeah. exactly like that you can monetize that Price Absolutely. just went up for her.
2: No, but you a, know what? Like a, price and, just went up for all, all, all the, Honestly, the amount of attention that Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark are getting, the price. Of all women's star basketball players are slowly going up. Yeah, it's and like the like, agency. It's not like
0: a big deal. <laughs>
2: yep. And at the end of the day, as as bad as all this other stupid controversy stuff is going on, it's good that it's being talked about because they're both all star players. Yeah. And it's just shining a light on women's basketball, which is which is ultimately good Here's overall for all. Here's how big the women's
0: it. game is right now. We weren't even talking about that buzzer beater yeah. yesterday. You know, it was like Iowa LSU, which was a blowout. I mean, it was, um, it was, they had Iowa at arm's length the whole
3: game. Over 12 million people were watching at one point.
0: It was a great game. I mean, even though it was a blowout, it was like LSU's bench, the whole thing. The refs, Um, the refs refs marred the game a little bit, but yeah. But yeah, you're not even thinking about the buzzer beater in the final four. So we're going to talk about it later in the show. But I, you know, like uh, I just was so bummed that, hey, you've got women's basketball on this Grand sk- stage and it's getting so much attention and we we've got a race war on our hands over fucking uh, John Cena. Well, you 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 Tony played, Ayo.
2: the so Tony Ayo started. He was the first one <laughs> to do this because the when he was appearing face. in the G Unit videos yeah. when they first were popping, he was on the run. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was one of his. Even though dances. That probably wasn't the best move for him being on the run. Oh you know, no! It, even it, it, no, it wasn't. He
0: ended up getting caught and doing. the So I car. thought John Cena started the race war, but that that was it was just so unfortunate, man. Because you know, like uh, we we've got these two gals doing the same damn thing, and I do think there were some people who probably didn't see the Elite Eight and got blindsided on Sunday when they went to tweet. Mm-hmm. They thought but, uh, Angel Reese was classless. Yeah, and they were like, "Fuck!" I walked right into that one. I mean, this is the classic keep that same energy. Yeah. Uh, it's templated for this situation exactly. I do think there's some people who probably don't like poor sportsmanship. I'm from a generation where people talk shit, Yeah, and I'm fine with it. I'm Part fine of the with game. that. I'm fine with them playing off the girl from South Carolina. That was my only gripe was, you know.
2: And so, like, my, my, my whole thing is Dawn Staley, like, after, after the their, their team lost, she talked. And everything she talked about, and how she didn't mm-hmm. want her team to be portrayed, is what the fuck is going on now yep, with Angel right. Reese? And it's and it's and it's bad. And it's bad because a lot of people are trying to be. They're trying to be clueless to the fact of that that that's what's happening, and they're trying to be like, oh, that's not what happens. But media, they they just take a chance to villainize certain people when it's not really credited, and it's just like like you said, it's it's you gotta everyone has to keep the same energy. If you're gonna be upset about something, mm-hmm. be upset about it all the way around. You can't pick and choose. Yeah, you can't pick and choose. And if you're not, and just it's, move on. Exactly. And and I think that's
0: a, how I feel. Is like I'm like man, let's talk about the basketball game, man. Yep.
2: I I had. This fight with my sister because she's not A she's not a a Mulkey fan yeah. okay. And so like by that It's just like trickle down like She doesn't like LSU she doesn't like this And I'm just like yo like that's not fair to the girls You Like you used to be a player like yeah. you could not Like the coach and that doesn't mean You have to like automatically in your head Like program yourself to be like well like Everything they do yeah, is amplified Moki yep. bad character yep. We were, supposed, we were supposed
0: to be Rooting for Angel Reese in, in the Aftermath of the game uh Everybody loves Caitlin Clark, but it kind of feels like by proxy she's like some villain. When both these gals are just they're competing, yo, they're
2: competing. It's what what, it's what on the other on the other end for NBA. We love our NBA players, and it's so funny. Like like I seen a meme, and it's like anytime anyone says. Anything remotely bad to Clay Thompson? He yep. does that, yep. and like, and we love that, and they and they show that on TV, Dame time, anytime he hits a long three, he does this, and it's just like at the end of the day, why is it marketable and we love it for men, but for women, we're all up in arms, and it's like, holy smokes, yeah. like oh, you can't be doing this. Only like, some people like are up in arms. There was a, yeah. there
0: was a collision course coming. I mean, because some of these tweets uh, were just, I mean, you would have thought this gal punched a baby. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and all exactly. she did was, was exactly what Caitlin Clark did a fucking week or two. Again. It's an and event it's just, they'll we, talk
3: about, like in the sociology yeah. of sports going forward and years okay. later. And
2: that it's was just fun. like, yeah, like people trying to like personally attack her and then like dig, like yeah. dig into the story. Yeah. And like, it's just certain things. It's like, yo, know, like, calling her, like, the, well what, Oberman, whatever his name is, yeah. calling her mm-hmm. a fucking idiot. I mean, Keith like Oberman. That, he's I think that's a him. lot. And then coming back to say, I don't even watch women's sports. I don't even know anything about it. It makes it even, and he, like, in the yeah. way people are he's backtracking an and, like, explaining herself. I feel like they're digging the hole deeper, suck, and, they and, just, and they don't, and they don't and they don't even realize sucks.
3: it. I like we, that Shaq told him to fuck off.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and then Shaq told, what you call it, Oberman was probably like, oh, <laughs> He shit. said some. He said some shit to Portnoy, too. Because Portnoy had some had some. Yeah, shit to I mean say. you can't you can like when you put that much English on it. You can tweet negatively about an athlete, but when you put that much English on it, people are gonna ask questions. Exactly, and that's and 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 the fact that people still don't understand that. Yeah. That's really the issue. It's just like people just feel like, no, I can say, I can say what the fuck or, I want to Or
3: say. the the but, might, they might understand it and do yeah. it anyway, which yeah, exactly. is even worse. Exactly, exactly. and exactly. that's and
2: that's more of the point of that. That's that's how <laughs> someone in my position or uh, someone like right now on Twitter that's like African American and they might feel a certain type of way about what's going on. When you see someone like that tweet tweet that like. You know what's going on. You know you're tweeting this for a reason. Like you want to get the reaction, and just like you're saying, that probably you don't care. Like the negative mm-hmm. reaction you don't, you, you're getting, you don't care because the people you care about they may feel the same way, or like who know, Who really knows? But yeah. it, it's a it's stupid because I'm at so the end of the day, move on. At the end of the day, we all love sports and. The women's NCAA for the first time ever had the most best ratings. Their ticket sales are more than the yeah. men's. And realistically, like I, I think everyone could say it as good as like this championship game was for the men's, the women's they, the the women's bracket, they stole the show this I year. Enjoyed watching Schedule
3: that the rematch right now, next season, LSU versus Iowa. Make that a regular season game. It'd yeah. be one of it, the highest viewed games yeah. we've had.
2: It would go it would probably go through the roof. Yeah. It'll probably go through the roof. Yeah. And at the end of the day, as much as it's negative right now, I think when it all boils d- dies down, um, this is going to be one of those things that like will for women's sport. It's 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 probably iconic. Like people yeah. remember this. I, I feel like at I least for this. for a oh, little yeah. while, yeah. like it's not something that people will forget yeah. quickly. So.
3: And I think this is true. Jill Biden said that she's going to oh invite okay. Iowa wait, 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 wait. to the White House as well. Wait, wait, wait. Jill, Jill,
0: okay, Jill Biden <laughs> said that after, it almost felt like an A-noted white first game, lady. Or it was an Onion article. Yeah, that's why I was Biden, like, is this real? <laughs> Jill Biden was like, hey, after watching that game, I just want wa- to invite Iowa over for dinner too. You know, like, like let's invite both teams. No way. And it's just like, come on, Joe. No, she didn't. Yeah, like, come on. And they're actually gonna do it? No, they're not gonna do it. They I don't know. They can't do it. They're they not gonna do it. They better not. If they do that. Oh that would my be, goodness. Is it because
3: Iowa's a swing state and the election's coming up? No, it could be, Ooh. which is fucked up.
0: Which is crazy. The
2: but they're politicians, man.
0: Pawn. You know, they're, they're that's how they are, dude. But
2: do you take it, do you go? No, Fuck if, no. If, like if you're, no, if you're a player, a like move. as a team, if you're a captain, do you come and like, guys, we can't go. It's a terrible move. Terrible
0: move. It takes it, away from LSU. It, uh, it it also it's like it's uncomfortable. It feels like you got gifted something. It's Why bad
3: politics on the other side, bad also. Politics.
2: Yeah. Wait, tell me. So Joe or Jill said this.
3: Jill. Jill. She was okay. at the game. Okay. Okay. But okay. You know what? She but uh, she, I
2: know, I I know, be know talking some about, of these people she have, that were did, complaining about. Does she have power
0: like that?
3: Jill, I don't know. Not, te- not technically, no. Okay, okay, I know
0: some of these people that are complaining about Angel Reese are tied up in a pretzel over this because
2: <laughs> you know, they don't
0: like participation trophies, but they like the white Iowa women's basketball team, Yeah, and they, but they don't like the Democrats, so like Joe Biden's, what, what's, what kind of woke tactics is this? Yeah, swing voters. Yeah, and it might just be about the swing voters. It definitely is. It's wild. That
2: is wild. That oh, yeah, is, one. Anyways, and if they can't get the whole team in, for real, for real, if Jill gets Caitlyn Clark in there, that'd be enough to be the to, to spark the uproar. Even if she get, if Caitlyn Clark Don't ends it, up Caitlin. taking taking a picture in the White House between now and next season, I think that <laughs> that that, that ends up Iowa turning down the White House.
3: <laughs> if there was a uh, pay-per-view event of Angel Reese playing Caitlyn Clark one-on-one, do you think people would watch it? They, name they, name they, a boxing
2: they, match they, right <laughs> now that would do better. They would. They would make so much money. Yo, like if can YouTube, they do that with nil? Like YouTube, like, like the YouTube they? circuit. I think if they, they got that. a hold of them and I did an nil, yeah. Maybe maybe we should try to. We oh should try God. to. We, Caitlin we, we Clark minus one
3: fifty. What'd you say? I said Caitlin Clark minus one fifty. I think she's a little favorite. But I'd like I, to no offense. I think Angel Reese is a great player. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. It
2: sounds about white. Yeah. I think that would be way more exciting than yeah. Maybe right now more exciting than Jake Paul and in KSI and hell more, yeah, that, that whole thing. Like I for don't real, know for who KSI real. Is. <laughs> don't say that. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Order a Prime. I'm trying to get a Prime What's deal, Prime? bro. Stop.
0: <laughs> Anyways, the sports beverage. here's
2: uh here's
0: it's a sports betting company. You know, beverage. no beverage. drink beverage. Oh oh Prime the, beverage the beverage okay beverage. What's the guy? The guy. Here's, the, here's, what, nah. here's what's wrong with people these days. Oh, I made a trillion dollars on this fucking gimmicky sports beverage, probably. Um, what am I gonna do with my money and my time? I think I'll go get knocked out on pay-per-view. <laughs> That's what's wrong with the world right now. Everybody wants
2: a piece no, of this attention you're, pie. You know, you're messing it up. They built a YouTube. You can't say that because you never know. When we build green light into multi billion dollar organization, yeah. then you're gonna wanna maybe make gonna an wanna energy fight drink. On YouTube. You never know if you got bored. No, but my question is why go fight on YouTube? I think they're bored. Okay. Like I think they're bored and I think it's like it's Jake, competitive. He, Jake's been fighting it's, it's, his ass off. It's it's, it's something to be Did Jake competitive. You
0: got beat. You got beat. Decision. Yeah, yeah,
2: by but, uh, Tommy Fury. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a real fighter though. He yeah, a real fighter. I know.
0: Yeah. Anyways, we've got Aiden Hutchinson coming on. Did record earlier today with Macon. Uh, it's too late at night for Macon, so night shift here. Uh, you know, Kyle walked out with a couple minutes ago in the game, <laughs> uh, thinking about what kind of Yukon tattoo he's gonna get. I vote uh, uh, Calhoun portrait because I think it's just kind of gangster looking. Uh, and then I mean, like, could be Whitey Bulger. I don't know. Uh, but I think also like a Sunoco logo with Sunogo instead of Sunoco would be pretty tight. Does it He's, have
2: to be a basketball related? No, it can be mm-hmm. anything with UConn. So he, oh, he, Randy, he might just
0: get Husky, the word Husky written. <laughs> get Randy Hetzel, please. <laughs> He's a Terp. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL draft's coming up. Have y'all been keeping up with the potential prospects? Did the results of the combine change your mind? Who are you pulling for to join your team? Where will our top picks go? It's anybody's guess, and we've seen some wild selections over the years, but there's one selection that every football fan can share, and that's an ice-cold Miller Lite. The game's definitely changed over the years, but Miller Lite is still the perfect beer for draft time, game time, and any time in between. And don't forget, Miller Lite is a proud sponsor of teams like the Packers, the Vikings, the Ravens. I'll be celebrating these draft picks as I watch them cross the stage and embark on this great journey. There's a lot to celebrate, but I'll continue celebrating being able to watch these guys play for years to come with an ice cold Miller Lite on my lap in my most comfortable chair. The work is just beginning, gentlemen, but not for me. Miller Lite knows that beer lovers want their light beer to taste like beer. That's why they brew a light beer that's light on calories, not taste. Because what's the point of having a beer if you can't taste it? Till kickoff comes around again, enjoy the beer that tastes like the season. Miller Lite. Great taste, 96 calories. To get Miller Lite delivered, right to your door, visit MillerLite.com greenlight Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Cash App, the easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people, and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money save and invest in stock and bitcoin cash app however does not provide a dry pair of pants you want to remember that when you get off the river try the number one finance app in the app store whether sending spending saving investing splitting tipping donating or gifting that's money and that's cash app download cash app from the app store or google play store today to create your own cash tag All right. I got Aiden Hutchinson here. Last time I talked to him, uh, he was a a frigging, he was a draft prospect. Now he's, he's a stud, man. It was a lot of fun watching this year, man. I could see you kind of, kind of evolving as a player as the year went on and picking up new things. And um, I thought it was fun, man. I saw you stand up a little bit. I know we talked about that in the first pod. What was the what what was the deal man was there anything that surprised you about uh you know NFL life or or kind of developing as a pass rusher at the next level
4: Yeah you know I think that first year was it was a big evolution you know it was a it was a lot of learning I mean you you know how those rookie years go and I mean coming in my first game was against Philly against that old line so that was definitely that set the standard for me you know and then kind of all the other old lines I played after that you know um it was I obviously Philly had one of the best lines in the league. So it was um, to, to, to be able to compare, you know, even a mobile quarterback like Jalen going against other quarterbacks. It was, I thought it was a really good first game, but kind of even my evolution through the season, man, learning so much. Um, they, they finally let me stand up and stuff towards mm-hmm. the middle of the season and stuff. And, and that, you know, I, I, I we talked about this last time I was on here, how, how I felt that I had more vision and I could use, um, use my God given talents a little bit better. And, you know, it showed I think the first game, I think I had, um, two sacks against the Cowboys when, when, when we had made the schematic change and, and other changes to the defense. And so, um, yeah, you know, a lot of ups and downs, but man, I, I learned so much and, and, um, it was such a great year and, and we ended it on such a great note as well. So, um, yeah, man, I just, I can't tell you how fired up I am for a year two though.
0: Give me uh, some advice for, for uh, a player that might be going on Hard Knocks his rookie year coming up. Like, what are the do's and don'ts that you came away from? By the way, you did really well. That's when I was like, bro, this, guy, this guy's got it. Because, like, to get up there and sing, was it Billie Jean? yeah, yeah. Uh, And actually, like, t- to dance a little bit and to, <laughs> to get, like, rave reviews, I thought that was great. Give me some do's and don'ts of Hard Knocks for any, any players that might have to, to do that for the first time this year.
4: For any rookie, anything, any any rookie song, rookie dance, my only advice is, or my only thought going into it was I refuse to get booed on, mm-hmm. on that stage. You know, I was uh, I'm never I'm never a guy who's gonna go up there to 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 give give the crowd a bad performance. So um for any rookie out there, man, all, all I'm saying is hey, just whatever whatever you're doing, whatever song you're doing, all they care about is that you're doing it all out. You know, and so that, that was my mentality going into it. And, you know, even Hard Knocks being there, all the cameras being out at all times. Um, honestly, I, I thought it was kind of fun to be able to, you know, click click on there every Tuesday and, and watch the production of all it. I thought it was pretty cool.
0: One of the teams that's eligible to be on Hard Knocks this year. And maybe you could put your vote in because the four that are eligible, because it's based on like you, you can't have a new coach you can't have, have uh, you, you have to have won a play, not won a playoff game in a certain amount of time. So there's only like four, um, it's the jets. It's the, um, who else is it, Matt? Do you remember? Um, well, one of the teams is the jets. The bottom line is the jets have maybe Aaron Rodgers coming to town, a guy you played against last year. Would you think the jets would be a pretty entertaining hard knocks team? Or is there some, uh, a team that you could think of that would be better?
4: No, I think the Jets would be a perfect one. You know, I think they got a lot of rising stars on it, and obviously, if Aaron ever goes, has he, has he, has he declared yet that he's going? Dude, now, I, 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 I
0: so, so that's what I was going to ask you. Like, you guys, this division's wide open, anyways. You guys were competitive last year, but if he's gone, that that leaves a pretty big power vacuum. Are guys on the Lions kind of like following along with this story, and are y'all as confused as I am?
4: Honestly, I feel like there was so much buzz going on with Aaron Rodgers about a two weeks ago and I haven't heard anything since and I don't know honestly I, I don't even know what's going on I uh I mean we were 2-0 against the Packers last year so hey. I, I don't have I don't have anything <laughs> you know if bring him back I, I I'm I'm all about a little competition I know he's gonna bring it and stuff so honestly if he goes if he doesn't I'll, I'll still be you picked here. that.
0: you picked that man off dude
4: that was crazy. That was <laughs> wow, I did. I
0: did the first. You pretty, you're ever. pretty good with the ball in your hand too. Like you, you know, look nasty.
4: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, it took a little getting used to, but I got a couple more interceptions to you know to get a, to get a little more used to it. So
0: yeah. What what um what
4: what was it like
0: learning to pass rush? Like obviously I didn't have really long arms coming out, and I know you don't have like those like forty inch arms right. that some guys have. And so my question to you was going to be, did you notice? The length of some of these tackles and like as you as you adjusted and evolved like did you work on ways that you could get longer kind of without having that that maybe elite length that some people talk about some of these prospects having and and then turning the corner also like how did you learn to turn the corner tight uh at eight seven eight yards because that's a skill that i think it takes rookies a while to get
4: yeah you know i I think um I mean, a lot of it week to week. I mean, you're playing that there is no drop off in talent. I mean, obviously there's, there's some elite tackles out there, but I feel like the baseline for offensive linemen, you know, that, that talent level doesn't drop. And you you talk about the long arms and, you know, to be honest with you, I I didn't, I didn't feel it, you know, entirely. Um, you know, I I think in college, you play some guys with long arms, but they're still underdeveloped. So, but when you get to the NFL, they're more developed and they're more savvy, but, um, honestly, I never, that was never a point with me where I was like, I was like kind of struggling because I was like, damn, this guy's got long arms. I I can't get separation. That was never the case for me. And so, um, um, yeah, but it's, I mean, I think, I mean, example one would be would be lane i mean going against lane week one i mean that was he he's so long but he's so powerful and he's got those little those grippers on under
0: uh, underhand punch too right
4: right and so it's it's really for me the biggest thing going week to week was was kind of uh styling my game plan around how they shoot their hands and, and how they set and stuff like that but i never never really crossed my mind with with arm length and like uh i mean you know
0: what what was there a move that you uh, that you picked up that you didn't think you had in your your toolbox like that you learned in the last calendar year?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been trying to implement the spin move in my game. Yeah, and so I, you. You, I and, yeah, and you I never be. could hit it, and I because I never understood like I never understood when to you know I just spin in a in a little phone booth, you know. But it's it's all about the timing of it. I've realized, and I kind of picked that up and um, honestly, I just ripped it in one of the games and got a sack off of it and, um, kind of never looked back. And then I started implementing some outside spins, some inside spins because, um, naturally, you know, I grew up, I was, I was a dancer and you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I danced for about three years. So I got that little rotation. So I, uh, <laughs> I figure, you know, I might as well make some use to it.
0: Um, talk about James Houston and having, a bookend and how important it is to have the young talent you guys have on that front, because it is a fun group. And I don't think he got enough credit either uh, last year for the production that he had.
4: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, it's just the more, the merrier, you know, it was kind of like that at Michigan with, uh, with David Ojabo and myself being the two edge guys. And now, you know, uh, James really like emerged out of nowhere last year. And it's, it's like, I mean, that's only going to help you win more games, you know, yeah. and ultimately that's the goal is to is to get a ring and to, to win that Super Bowl. So, you know, if I'm not getting there, James is getting there. If James is I am. And it's kind of the same dynamic as me and David Ojabo back at Michigan. But um, no, it's exciting for sure.
5: The Lions start one and six. They finish eight and two. But more importantly, it looks like a cat just walked across the floor behind you. <laughs> now, are you a cat person? Are you also a dog person, or just exclusively a cat guy? This is important. And how do we feel
0: about Hasbullah hitting his cat? Yeah, he hit his cat. Yeah, dude, you miss this shit. I dude, didn't see I'm, it. I'm more online than you. That's not good.
4: I- no. So I am an animal lover, man. I, I love animals. And so when I was in college, I wanted to get a dog, but it just wasn't, this is my senior year, but I could, it just, with the amount of traveling and the, they're so high, a lot of dogs are super high maintenance. Just, you got to take them out. So, um, <laughs> I grew up with some cats. So I, I bought some little kittens at the shelter. They're three months old. And, um, you know they you don't have to take them out but you get some free snuggles at night you know yeah no. right. and
0: you know they might randomly attack you as cats do
5: also important <laughs> what are the cat's names
4: cat's names are midi and momo midi so I, I got two of them bro. They're, they're not brother and sister but they're they're kind of bonded together
0: all right talk to us about dan campbell and his caffeine addiction uh <laughs> How's it like being around that guy all day? Is, 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 his, is his energy what it looks like throughout the entire day?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, every team meeting is such a treat, man, being, being in one of those. I mean, being a player, I, I'm just happy I got the privilege to be sitting in on some of those meetings because um, he's pulling some analogy out and, and uh, you know, reworking it into some game time scenario. So, um, yeah, man, I'm all about it. And what you see is what you get with Dan Campbell.
0: Did did you notice like as the year went on situations where the player in him came out like you know you know how you've got coaches that never played and in certain scenarios they might not know the right thing to say but I know that one thing that he has as an advantage is his experience did that come out at different points during the year?
4: Yeah, you know it does it does and it, it kind of gives you a different insight like you know for example I think we're sitting there um, near late, late end of the season when we we're on fire. Um, you know, on this win streak, and he kind of—we were in the team meeting, and he was kind of just like, "Well, boys, you know, a lot of you guys may know this. This, uh, this could be the only shot right here. You know, that, that you'll ever be able to make a run in the playoffs, make it at the Super Bowl, because he understands." you know, how few and far between, you you can have a great team and and lose in the, in the divisionals in the playoffs. And then, you know, that, that great team never gets to see it, but we were so on fire late in the season. And it was one of those things that I think, I think we all believed we we would have made a run in the playoffs and um, having that kind of coach's insight, just kind of telling you that, you know, this, this, this could be the only opportunity to, to get to that Super Bowl, And that's, I think we all understood that in that moment.
0: How would you classify Jared Goff's personality? Because, you know, he's a guy that, that's that's that been criticized before. Uh, I, You know, like I, I've always been a big fan of his. I think he's handled every situation the right way. Uh, and it was really great to see him get uh, a little bit of credit this year because you guys had a good football team, but he he was a big part of that. It wasn't like you just had so many weapons that you plugged him in and it was a system. I thought that he made some really nice throws. Um, but as a leader, what's this guy about? What's he like in the locker
4: room? Yeah, you know, Jared's one of those guys that he seems laid back, you know, when, when you see him, he's kind of the Cali boy with the, you know, he's, you know, just kind of got that demeanor about him. But, um man, he's he's got so much attention to detail. And I, I've, I've I've walked into the quarterback room a couple times, and um just to hear them talk as I like to hear, you know, how, how those guys – think and stuff like that and um, man the way he breaks stuff down with defenses even uh, I mean it's no wonder why he's picking defenses apart especially last year man he was um, he had a great year and it was fun watching him and um, you know I think he doesn't get the credit that he deserves a lot and he's uh, a guy's a stud.
0: Were people excited to see Jamison Williams uh, you know get healthy and and score that touchdown when he came back and like was there buzz around the facility around this guy? Like wait till he kind of gets out there.
4: Oh yeah, I mean it happened right as he scored that touchdown. We're all sitting there on the sideline because we know how fast he is, and I mean he was still not a hundred percent coming off yeah. that knee. I mean those those ACL guys are not come not a hundred percent until you know a year and a half after. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I mean we we're all sitting there on the sideline just just stargazing and and really excited about about next year.
5: The internet says you were born in Plymouth, Michigan. Went to high school in Dearborn, Michigan. Went to college in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You work in Detroit, Michigan. That's true. Will you be retiring to Kalamazoo or Saginaw? (laughs) Yeah, like where you
4: go? Where where's forty year old Aiden Hutchinson? Dude, dude, forty year old Aiden Hutchinson is going to be somewhere in northern Michigan. We'll call it. We'll (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll go. uh, You know, Traverse City or something. Traverse (laughs) City. There's a lot of
0: NFL guys that go up there and uh, spend their summers. Yeah. Okay. Like a guy used to play with Brent Selick's up there. Uh, a few, a few guys, uh, they say it's uh, it's beautiful. It's like
5: the Dude, Northern
4: Michigan in the summer. You can't beat it. You
5: know? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well- I, I got five DN since 1988 ever drafted second overall. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julius Peppers, Chris Long, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. That's good. Mm. It's
0: not a question, though.
5: It's not a question. No. <laughs> Thirty-five years, only five,
4: yeah. only five yeah. dudes it, at that it, spot.
0: It, did you feel the pressure being, you know, like high pick hometown kind of thing? Like, yeah, I, I bet you had a lot of tickets.
4: Right. Right. Oh yeah. You had oh, every yeah. week, dude. I bet
0: people were coming out of the woodwork on you.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was ridiculous. But honestly, I had my mom handle all of it. I said, "Mom, you got you got the ticket situation. You talk yeah, to the Lions person." Um, but no, I mean, I I did feel it a little bit. Um, at first but I feel like I got into a little flow state where I I kind of I mean I was off social media and when you're off social media and like you don't know what people are saying I don't really care it it makes you not care you know and I I was kind of sitting there and you kind of you know how the NFL season goes just week after week very kind of repetitive at your Monday Tuesday Wednesday and it's like I didn't really give a shit what what people were saying you know and I, I may have had a not so good game and then um, you know, obviously I could think, oh yeah, people are probably talking some shit about me right now, yeah. but I'm like, I guess what? I'm not going anywhere. Well, yeah, there's a lot I'm, of stat watchers.
0: Bad. Yeah. There's a lot of people that just watch the box score and shit and they don't watch the game and they're, they're watching the ball. Right. Right. Like you can have a game where you got five, six pressures and you were whooping somebody's ass and you were good in the run game, but unless they see that sack, oh, which my was God, good because you, because you ridiculous. had your, your big multi-sack games, you had a really great number for the year. What was it? Seven and a half or eight. It was Nine and a half sacks. So you're knocking on the door, double digits. That's a great year. But you know, like sacks come in bunches and you can go through these slumps where you're in your head about it. And you're looking at the fucking internet. Like that's not going to help. You it's never crazy. were a name searcher, were you? Did you ever name search?
4: I, I did when I was probably like a junior at Michigan. But once I hit my senior year and, I, and like you're I, I played my I played like a great game against Wisconsin feeling great. And then mm-hmm. I go and search my name. People are talking shit about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I gotta get off this, dude. It's yeah. like it's as a DN, it's that that life. It's like you could be playing your best ball. Like my best game, technique wise, was a one sack game. Yeah. But I've had the three sack, the, yeah. the two sack, the two and a half, like like all of my, like it's just ridiculous the life of a DN and sacks are such a tedious and delicate thing that things need to go perfect for.
0: Yeah. And then also, like, you could have a three sack game and fall into two of them. And people are like, you played the game of your life. And I'm oh like, no, God. yeah, I played better last week. You know, I know.
4: I know. Like, my first sack against the commanders was I was on a, I was, I was uh, rushing as a three type, but I was doing a little loop containing mm-hmm. rush. Yeah. And Wentz just fell into my arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm you, like, yeah, dude, you shit. At the end of the year, they all count the same.
0: Yeah. You're damn Wentz right. Wentz will
5: do that yeah when, yeah my
0: boy Carson will do that um how they hit you on the rookie dinner man did they get you uh
4: not bad it was it honestly uh ended up being about 11,000 total and yeah. actually we had a second rounder too so we I ended up splitting it you know oh
0: wow dude yeah. the nfl's gotten soft
4: no no i mean we got some good vets over there the here vets yeah the vets in, are, in the vets
0: are getting younger You know, you don't have these old dinosaurs. Like when I came in the league, it was a bunch of like 35 year old men and they were just fucking mad. Yeah. So our bill was like, our bill was like 30. Oh, was it? Yeah. And I had like 20 of it. Uh, It's it's
4: funny. It's funny. A lot of the guys on our team have had like traumatic rookie dinner experiences. So it's like all these guys have been haunted, but so like they don't want to rewrite that. So it's kind of, it's, it was kind of nice with the vets that we have.
0: There's one of two ways. You can break the cycle and be nice to the rookies, or you can be mad that it happened to you and feel like you got to do it to the rookies. Right. That's what all the vets right. did to me. They were mad. Yeah. Um How about David Montgomery, man? I heard you say that he was a motherfucker to tackle. And then uh, how did you feel when you guys saw the news that he was going to be joining your team?
4: Yeah, dude, I mean, the guy's just a little bowling ball, you know, and and I missed a couple tackles that you know, I wasn't too happy about at the time, but now I am happy that we got him. So I think he's going to be a, I think he's be a great player for us. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited about that. Yeah.
5: The eye black, it goes over the, uh, sometimes goes over the left eye this past year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Usually it was typically the, the right eye at Michigan. How do we decide that?
4: You know, I I was sitting there before one of the games and I realized that I don't want any like permanent eye damage on one eye. If I'm going to get eye damage or something, I'm going to even it out. You know,
0: smart, really smart, really smart. Scouting report is true about you. Smart (laughs) player. Um, Any goals for the upcoming season before we let you go? Like anything you're working on or, you know, because I know year two, they always talk about sophomore slump, all this shit. Uh, You hear about the rookie wall. You hear about the sophomore slump. You've avoided the first one. How are you going to avoid the second one, and what kind of things are you working on?
4: Man, I'm just bettering myself and and um, working on mobility, flexibility. Um, I'm, I'm working on getting as strong as I've been, and um, and I've, I think I found some really good guys to to get me to those places. And man, I'm eating great food right now. Um, it's I think just being this this be my first NFL offseason. I'm just doing. I feel like I'm doing everything. You know the right way. I'm, um, you know, just doing the right things in order to, to prepare myself for a big year too.
0: What does Aiden Hutchinson weigh today? Uh, that's the last question I have for you.
4: Uh, this morning, no water or anything, no food. I weighed two sixty. Okay. So I was, you know, that's 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 a. I I'm usually am I'm around, you know, two sixty 260 to two sixty five.
0: Okay, there we go. Lean, yeah. Um, yep. Lean, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, man, we we love watching you play. Hope you come back again soon and. And go Lions, bro. We hope you guys take the division. Take the whole goddamn thing, bro. I'm excited yeah. to watch you guys play. So
4: <laughs> hell yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Good news. The Thursday show we do with Amp will continue. 4 30 every Thursday. The green light team, Cowboy Reed, Fax, Kingston. Uh, I'll pop through there sometimes
1: on Amp. You can interact with us really easily. There's a call-in button. We invite call-ins all the time. You can talk directly to us, ask us questions, ask us our favorite music. We might even play some. There's also a live chat during the show. If you have a question about a topic we're talking about, fired off in the chat, we'll answer.
0: We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing what we've been doing all fall, uh, every Thursday at 4:30 on Amp. Uh, check us out. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, like I probably would, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, They have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code GREENLIGHT for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses Try it for yourself. These shades have been rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Hey, softball is tonight, uh, 6 p.m. We're playing One Source Mechanical.
1: Fuck. They, they are 2-0, and and they have some NFL blood on their team as well. Who? Uh, do you know Russell Bodine? He was a center for the Bengals, Bills. Oh. He played in North Carolina. His oh. sister's on the team. hmm <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: well, so so you know the thing, make, were you at the bar the other night when the guy from Pablo Sanchez yes. came in? Yes. So we met the real guys from Pablo Sanchez. Uh, I know I talked about this last week, which was uh, a team that we're supposed to play soon in softball, and I was at the bar and the guy comes stumbling up and he's like, we're gonna kick your ass. We're coming from over the mountain. You know the boys are coming from Waynesboro. Uh, he then gave me a tennis in. That was very nice. Uh, and I was kind of intimidated to show up Tuesday. We're not playing Pablo Sanchez. We're playing a bunch of electricians, which is actually worse. We lose. We go to the bar this Friday. Saturday. Turns out, Saturday, it turns out the, uh, the guys from Pablo Sanchez are not from Waynesboro. <laughs> and in fact, uh, the guy that stumbled up to us two weekends ago was a sub. <laughs> so I think that that's a code break. If you're a sub Definitely. for a softball team, you can't talk shit on behalf of the softball team.
1: You can't use we. You, you can't, can't use, use we. we're coming for you.
0: Yeah, because
1: your status be on the team is somebody gets
0: strep throat, right? You know, there's uh, a
3: lot of clarification required this weekend bro. on what trash talk is appropriate.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. So it's all appropriate. I like listen. There's so many layers to this. First off, Caitlin Clark. Giving you know Haley Van Lith the the you know the John Cena I'm totally fine with on multiple levels. Number Absolutely. one, Haley Van Lith kind of annoys me. Yep.
5: Uh, Caitlyn Clark does not annoy me. Hey, playboys. Yeah. So what's interesting is that I'm Caitlyn Clark. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm her biggest fan. Yes. Which is cool. It's a nice. It's a nice uh, honor to wear. She's just terrific. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. After the Final Four game, when her team starts like dog piling at center court and she's up by the scores table like look at me Mm -hmm. look at the name on my back sort of thing doing the d-wade yeah like i'm not crazy about that just like i'm not crazy about the length of angel reese's taunting i love a good trash talk but i think short and sweet succinct efficient streamlined is always the better form of trash talk With the possible exception of like Sam Cassell doing the big yeah, balls dance. Like he could one. do that all the way. He could do laps <laughs> around the court and that would be <laughs> awesome. But I think if you keep it if you keep it tighter, you're in better shape. It it, it it went past the point of, oh, she she got her. That's pretty good, too. This is kind of annoying. The well, length of it. Hey, hats off to LSU and
0: their yeah. bench. I mean, there was a gal on LSU that was like eight for eight in the first yeah. half off the, the bench. Uh, Including a banked three right at the end there. A banked three right at the end of the half that was the moment I knew I wasn't going to win the bet. But like, you know, um, Angel Reese, the only thing I disagree with her on is that playing that gal off against South Carolina was disrespect. And you know, we, we, yeah. we allow this in, the, in men's sports. If there's one time to make up, you know, uh, motivation and for it to be kind of like, ah, I don't see the straight line between uh, your slight and the motivation, um, it's after a championship game. Like, I get it, like people make shit up to motivate them. I just wish she would have said, I just don't like Caitlin Clark. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously she just doesn't like Caitlin Clark. Playing a gal off who hit the backboard with 20 feet of cushion, <laughs> okay, yeah. seems like a sound strategy. Do it in and the like, NBA all y- the time. You know, like, it would be a stretch if it was your teammate, but to be like, oh, that's my SEC sister, like, come on. We don't <laughs> so my only thing was, hey, I think it's ridiculous that we're talking about two competitors, two great athletes on the biggest stage uh, doing a little trash talk. I mean, I I hate that that's the front page news story when all these gals put on a great show and vanquished uh, Virginia Tech in the process. Yes, That was one of the biggest things. We didn't want Virginia Tech to have a national championship. Overall, it
3: was a great tournament for women's basketball, but the irony was that their refs can ruin the games just like the men's refs can.
0: And somebody had a conspiracy theory. They were like, "Hey, uh, th- this this whole like professional wrestling uh, pitting two gals against each other, uh, and thus two cultures against mm-hmm. each other, uh, is a perfect cover for the officiating being absolutely dog shit." Dog like,
3: shit you know,
0: it, it was bad.
3: And they could call a tech on Angel Reese at the end there. Like, I like talk as much as you want, but at some point the refs probably call something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like I, honestly, I don't want to go outside today. We yeah. are
3: talking about sports, though. So like trash talk is a part of sports. It's it, like, it goes deep back in our trash talking history, like Muhammad Ali, 1960s yes. talking shit. Like, An I artist. love it.
0: An artist. You know, we got the, the AI step over, one of my favorite... Mm. Uh, trash talk moments of all time. You have, you know, T.O. going to the star. Uh, that's a great which, one. There, that might have been about too far. three in that game. I <laughs> think that was too far. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that almost started a fight. It yeah. did start
0: kind of a fight. I mean, a guy had a 30-yard running start <laughs> and just decle him. The thing about the star is it kind of transcends football. Mm-hmm. It's almost like religion down there, and that's kind of like taking the Eucharist and high-stepping out the church. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's, it's, um, to those people, it's more than football. And I think T.O. knew that. And I think it was brilliant execution.
5: Reggie Miller giving the choke symbol to the Knicks comes to mind. Fair game. Yeah. I'm a Knicks fan. Fair game. Matumbo with the iconic finger wag that then yep. got put back into his face. Then JJ Beautiful. started
0: doing it after all the PBUs. Mm hmm. So.
3: Uh, you mentioned Wade, Wade and LeBron, like doing the fake cough to try to Dirk. make Dirk, because yeah. uh, pretending as if Dirk was pretending that he yeah. was sick when he actually was sick.
0: I mean, there's so many great trash talk moments in the history of sports, and it just, with the, when it comes to the men, this stuff doesn't happen as much where we just delve into these really, really 2023 conversations that, I, yeah, listen, these people, obviously some of them are acting in bad faith uh, online, but it, it, we're, I do think we're taken away from from what was a great tournament
5: Hey pimp, what's your proudest trash talking moment of your career? I can give you mine if you want to okay, uh, sure of my career, yeah, but it's probably not going to be as good as yours. But no, mine's not very good. It's the only one I can think of, and it's yeah. pretty bad actually, yeah. <laughs> but in some of the bigger uh bigger tennis tournaments you'd have a you'd have a chair umpire and had another cat uh arguing a, a line call, yeah. Cat thought the ball was in, the ball was out. Mm-hmm. I called it out, the uh, chair umpire agreed. Cat's going, crawl, we're uh, changing over. Guy uh, says to the chair, he just con- continuing to, to, to bitch and moan about the call. And then uh, I said, uh, six inches. And, and he was like, huh? I was like six was six inches out, and i I give him one of these you know, about six inches, you know thumb to thumb How do to, you know? to pinky, I guess that's about eight inches, so I give him about <laughs> i give him about eight inches and I said about 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 eight eight inches out, and then I just kept it moving, you uh-huh. know I didn't even sit down for a changeover, you know you know,
3: so um, it was only six inches out that was it. Yeah, that's it.
5: It's the only thing that came to mind. Okay. See, I think this is uh this is why I posed the question to you, Chris. I think you're going to have the better answer, but I wanted to give a little filler so you could think about it.
0: I don't know, man. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at it. Like I'm not. I'm not terrible at it. Um, it definitely happens in football. There's definitely some trash talk that I I wouldn't share on the show. Brandon Brooks always tells this story. We had a guy named. Uh, well, I don't want to say his name, but he was a uh, he was a tackle for the Eagles and. Uh, I whooped his ass in one-on-ones, just like training camp, you know, a bunch of people around one-on-ones, which is a really, like, it's an alpha male situation, because. Mm-hmm. High T. Yeah, the T is really high during <laughs> training camp, and that's like an oversimplified uh, drill and its importance. Everybody's like, oh, all the reporters come over there, and, you know, you can win and lose in, in one-on-one pass rush, and it might not be a big deal, but people make it a big deal. Anyways, I dogged this guy out, and I didn't say shit, but, he walks over to the other side because he's also a left tackle sometimes. And he says, why don't you come over here and try that shit. Mm. And so to that, I said, I made 75 million on this side. I don't have to walk anywhere. Ooh. You come back here. And there was a lot <laughs> nice. of that. That's good. There was a lot of that. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I almost felt uncomfortable. I won so badly, yeah. verbally. <laughs> nice. uh, but we, we still tell that story. Uh, you know, uh, for the most part, I, I like to have fun and my policy was I'm not gonna talk shit unless somebody talks shit to me and then then the floodgates open and I'll try to hurt your feelings. Um, but like, you know, there was a mic'd up moment where I was playing uh, the Broncos, God's team, and um, one of my brother's former teammates was a tackle, a guy I knew pretty good, and uh, I was kind of, I was dogging him a little bit and between the second and, or first and second quarter, we're walking together from the 20 to the other 20. How you been? He's like, man, I'm, I, he's like, I'm just, I, I suck right now, blah, blah, blah. The guy's like opening, I mean, like, mm-hmm. and, and, hey, I don't need to talk shit to him to to feel that I have right. the upper hand in this right. situation. I know the rest of the game is going to be good. Um, and I kind of comfort him. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, keep working. there's, you know, it's, 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 it's a it's a matchup game, you know. Today it's just not working for you, mm-hmm. but uh, but you're a good player. That can it's, be worse
3: than trash talk.
0: Well, people 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 shared that a lot, and it almost made me uncomfortable because it made me look too nice, you know. Uh, so usually though, I'll be pretty cool. Then something will go down, and uh, I can switch pretty quick. I know a lot of those sacks aren't on you. My set, sa- my technique's terrible right now. No, it's not.
5: Yeah, I said but something nice. You were the yeah. one
0: mic'd up. Yeah, I was yes, I no. guess I was okay. mic'd up. Yeah. And no, I didn't do that to sound nice. Uh, no, you don't no, want to no, sound no, nice yeah. on the football field. Right. Like you don't Yeah, I I don't want that to be people's takeaways like Chris Long's such a nice guy and the charity. <laughs> he must be a total fucking twinkie out there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. no, nah, that's not the case. I just don't like being mean to people if they're not being mean to me.
5: Can I come clean on something? Sure. I totally made up the tennis story. Did you? Like 10% of the way in, I thought I could make it funny or cool. Really? Yeah. But you've told it to me before. No, no, no. I lied about all of that.
3: Previously? Like you're continuing to lie about this story? I don't think that's
5: a true story. You told me about it before. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever, ever played in a tennis match with a chair ump. Now, well, some, some, some oh well, God! We ahead. had roaming arms um, because I did get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke a racket and got a, <laughs> yeah. and got a point penalty yeah. one time.
0: Yeah,
3: but you no,
5: said, I, I believe I made all of that up.
3: Yeah, oh, that, that checks out given your track record. Yeah, um, you said that you're trying to hurt people's feelings sometimes. Sometimes, did anybody ever hurt your feelings?
0: No, but sometimes they they can play mind games with you. One of my D line coaches was on another team, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy there was a defensive lineman on, on, uh, on field goal block or something or protecting field goal and we got into a shoving match mm-hmm. after the the, the, uh, the deal and he's like, well, well Redacted said you're overrated. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and maybe he did even though I helped him get paid because I had like double digits and then all of a sudden he's got this great job. Uh, but like, you know, whether he said it or not, Kind of annoyed me. Yeah, I was just like, you, you know, the thing it. that annoyed me was like, God, mm-hmm. I got a glad hand this motherfucker now. Yeah, uh, you know, probably the guy just just kind of said it to to fuck with me because I would do the same thing. There's also a technique in trash talk where you try to pit the other the the, the the two guys on the other team against each other. Right, and if they're really good and they're veteran guys, they're not going to go for it. Like, you know, one time Red Bryant came up at at midfield and was we we got into a full before we played the Seahawks. It was kind of a, it was kind of a contentious matchup. Mm -hmm. Uh, And dudes were like bumping into each other, shoving and me and Red Bryant get into it. And um, first I'm like, sir, you know, this guy is fucking huge. I'm like breaking my neck to look up at him. Uh, His breath smells like, you know, like a giant's breath. Mm -hmm. Just the whole, and all I could think to do was, was be like, uh, yeah, you're not very good. you know, I I respect him and I pointed to like Brandon Meebane or something, mm-hmm. and Meebane was like, We're not doing that. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and and that and, and that doesn't fly. Um, you know, there there's kind of a code. You don't want to break the code like usually you shouldn't talk about somebody's like family, shouldn't talk about somebody's kids. Um
3: but and, and if somebody pretty... talks about your teammate, you're then That's also fair game, right? Like, they've opened themselves up. Sure. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And that's why you have, like, Fletcher Cox begging Brandon Graham not to talk to Trent Williams. Right. Because it's like,
5: now Trent Williams is going to be mad at all of us. All right, here you go. Say you're playing doubles match, yeah? Yeah. You're serving. Yeah. There are two people on the other side of the net. One's returning and one's standing at about the service line. You've seen this. Yeah. Now, if somebody's really shaded over to the T, yeah. like bouncing up and down, trying to get your attention while you're in your service motion, uh-huh. that's no good. Yeah. So what you do in that case is you try to hit the person mm-hmm. with the serve. Now you hit the person, it's actually a, it's a point, it's yeah. in, you know? Yeah. Uh, so a little brushback, that's more of a brushback uh-huh. um, um, in baseball, which has quick games now. Less so trash talk, more of a, more of a tactic, more yeah. of an intimidation tactic.
0: Trash talk mostly hurts when you when 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 you when there's truth, you know. That one was true. That no, one, I know. Yeah. I'm
3: saying it just popped into my head. Yeah, like when it, when you know it's true when they're they're yeah, pointing like, out like, like they say you're kind of slow. Year,
0: and at this point, I was cool with Steven Jackson, but we weren't tight. Like me mm-hmm. and Steve are really tight now. But like 39, yeah, Beast. one of the best. And I had pissed him off in practice because when he would get in a really bad mood. Sometimes we would try to rile him up more and mm-hmm. turn to this Brahma bull. It's dangerous. And like everybody backed up, <laughs> you know, but like one time I punched the ball out in practice or something and he was not in the mood and he was like, yeah, that's why you're a first round pick. You haven't done shit this year. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, duly noted, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and I thought about that on the way home and all, and I was like, damn dude, like, you know, Steven doesn't fuck with me. But, you know, then the next day he, he comes yeah. up unsolicited and he's like, brother, my bad. That was just over the line. And I, I think you're a good player. It's just, I just was having a bad day. And at first, but there's a, a hint of truth to it where you're like, I Absolutely. thought that too this year. Like when you
3: get pissed off, <laughs> you're know? willing to say something that's like more true and cutting than yes. you otherwise would. Yes,
0: which also it goes to show you, you know, when you talk about like, uh, you know, I, I think that year I had like four sacks. um. A lot of these players, you know, the the temperature in a building for a high draft pick Trayvon Walker's going right. through it. Kayvon Thibodeau, who everybody's like, hey, what a big success story this year. I mean, people want to see him in that building probably be the guy. Um, the standard is high and the heat can be pretty high too. But yeah, trash talk with a little tinge of truth to it can really hurt.
5: Into this into this three-setter, it was a uh, knockdown, drag out, get to the net, shake hands. Mm-hmm. Cat says, good match. And I said, I "Said yeah, for me, you know, mm-hmm. not so much for you, punk. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Did you make that so, one up? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lie. That's another lie. Probably more trash talk in my life in real estate, actually, than in... Than in tennis. What's an alike.
3: example of real estate trash talk? Like what would you say to besmirch
0: someone's reputation?
5: Um, you know, about that um, real
0: estate agent that took a shit in the bathroom right before <laughs> we we showed up to that house.
5: Yeah. And we took the high road. You know, we didn't well, we, we acknowledge it internally, uh-huh. but we didn't make him or her aware that nope. we could smell mm-hmm. his or her insides. <laughs> Which is kind of a code breaker. Are you allowed to shit in a house that you're selling? It's interesting. It's a high wire act. I, I'll think of a couple open houses where nature calls and uh, you just better hope the place stays empty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty efficient in that department. The, the thing my body is best at is... Letting me know when it's time to do that, yeah. and we're in and out in two minutes. Yeah, uh, for serious. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it, I, I don't know that it's a it's a code break more so than it's it, more so it's just um, really really uh, exciting and dangerous game.
2: Yeah,
0: I do a nightly uh, bomb drop, and uh, I like to do it in the front hall. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. by the like, front hall? I feel like a king. <laughs> you know the the front hall is not a, a very private place. Twenty hours of the day, or whatever it is, uh, you know at 11 p.m. You're king you're of the, kind the castle. Of the king of the castle out yeah. there, and you also know, away from your it's away wife, from everyone could smell it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And to be clear, it's the bathroom in the front hall, right? Not literally, <laughs> Cowboys, I just want to make sure.
0: No, Reed, I'm not fucking. I'm not putting a cow pie on the uh, welcome mat. I can't believe
5: y'all are gonna face Russell Bodine's sister. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that was that was pretty know. funny. Reed said there was NFL bloodlines on the team we're playing softball coming up. I and hope that's like, all on the You remember plot Russell bit. Bodine? It is. Hopefully she doesn't do the
5: "you can't see me" like all these other <laughs> female athletes are doing. Just get JP to flip his bat. Uh-huh. you know, Send a message. If you're
0: in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to improve my gut health, boost my energy, enhance my immune system, and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. All great athletes have one thing in common they take care of their bodies. And now we podcasters at Greenlight are getting on the AG1 train. With every daily serving, I'm setting myself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. I get up every morning, the first thing I do is uh, I I mix in some AG1 with some water, that's all I need, tastes great. Uh, It definitely has improved my digestion, keeping me regular, sorry if that's TMI, but I'm feeling good. I think it's helped my energy level. I think there's a, a ton of ways that AG1's helped me and I probably have no idea. That's the great thing about this. It's going to surprise you. Your life's going to get better in ways that you don't even realize. Ready to take on my day, ready to hit the record button on the podcast, ready to go. Also, the cost of AG1 is less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality sourced ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash green That's athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. Check it out. Did you guys see succession last we
5: night? We did see
0: success. Well, I saw
5: success. I did. Yeah. I, I too. I thought it was it was weaker than the first. Oh,
0: I liked it. We stronger than the first? I might have thought it was better than the first one. Okay. Might right. have. Because just, we saw Logan his character Mm -hmm. i mean bending and twisting in ways that we haven't seen him do before Mm -hmm. and like there was a revitalized vibe with him where he was all of a sudden i have to compete with my kids his kids were pushing him and making him younger the way he was he was probing tom to see if he could trust tom you know he was looking for a new right hand man he he was he was leaning on everybody to see if they and then when he went on the, the newsroom floor Is
5: forty the same as fifteen <laughs> no yeah. ah yeah. numbers guy yeah.
0: uh-huh. <laughs> but that that was that precipice where usually and part of part of me was like ah, is he gonna is he gonna flip out on this poor guy. No, he just started motivating the fuck out of them. You're all fucking pirates. Yeah, and you could see, that was one of the best speeches I've seen yeah. uh, in it the show good. period, and I, I really would put it up there. I don't want to overstate this. That was a, an elite motivational speech on a TV show, and it showed, I think, why Logan Roy is where he is, mm-hmm. because that was the guy that got him there. We've seen mostly this this. The you know kind of like uh, depressed uh, older guy who's sucked. who's mad at his kids. I also thought the line like you're not serious people. I love you, but you're not serious <laughs> yeah. people is the truest thing he said the entire show. And so I, I just really liked
3: like the you were episodes. saying smack talk with some some
0: truth in it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and they
5: all just sat there like oh fuck that was kind of true. Kendall said that to Roman before. That's been said before. Yeah, the serious right. person thing. Yeah. That's been said. That's why it hurt Kendall
0: so bad, probably Yep. because he was like, fuck, oh, I'm not serious. Hey Buddha, nice Tom Ford. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Uh, Do you know that in Buddhism, your uh, greatest tormentor can also be your, your, your greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. The, I, there were so many great lines. Um, I'm going to put aside several
3: hundred thousand dollars and I'm going to dedicate it to destroying your life.
0: That yeah. was great. Yep. <laughs> that was great.
3: My favorite scene was Greg talking with Carrie. It
0: was amazing.
3: Unbelievable.
0: She said she was going to pull him apart like a piece of string cheese. <laughs> yeah. I thought it could have been better. I was really oh, up for that that scene. She's great. What about Buddy's laptop? You know, he couldn't open his laptop. It was <laughs> it's just so relatable. It, it, it was. was lighter. It was lighter. I liked it, but but also there were some real developments.
5: The amount of time they let that clip be up on the big screen before he could hit escape was perfect. Mm-hmm. perfect. That was, it was so like good. Three quarters of a second.
0: But there's nothing worse than when you've got something on your laptop uh-huh. and you know <laughs> you, you can't open the laptop. Yeah. But, you know there should be a setting that like suspends all noise. There should be a That's button a good idea. on top of the thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like close Escape. all files. Yeah. Guy's That's name's Hugo. Bad. That's free. Is it Hugo? Yeah, Hugo? I love that character. Same. Glad to see him back. Yeah, the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> it's the Rebel Alliance. What's it like out there in those hills? <laughs> I fucking <laughs> that love was it, so dude. good.
3: I loved yeah. the karaoke scene too with the uh,
0: in the private room.
3: Yeah, Connor singing. But again, it, it was singing it, Leonard Cohen.
0: It, there it was. It was it was light and then it was Connor walking out and being like I don't need any love. That's my superpower. And everybody was heartbroken by that. It's funny cuz the guys like a a sideshow, <laughs> Yeah. But but you know like there was a lot of there was there was a lot of heavier stuff and there was also some light back and forth which I really liked in this episode me too me personally fuck you greg i want to be on tv tomorrow atm is, ATM is my home is he was like he was like yeah but what if she says fuck you greg yeah uh and then uh and then uh let's see this
3: is an incredibly delicate piece of diplomacy greg it's like israel palestine except harder and much more important
5: and, I, it, <laughs> and it was it was a tough Y'all want to hear something really funny that I say t- all the time? It, yeah, go ahead. In in real estate, sometimes clients will be like, "Hey, like, so sorry, I know it's a Sunday afternoon," and I'm like, "You know what? Nah, like I'm on call. Yeah, like to like a doctor. Yep, just more important. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Because you don't go to a doctor with the biggest investment of your life. No, I
2: know. Yeah,
5: yeah. So that's a funny thing I say. A Connor line reminded me of 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 something you kind of say. Uh, he wanted to go somewhere fun and real away from the fancy dance. a real bar with chicks and guys who work with their hands and grease and sweat, sweat from, their from their hands, their hands and, and have blood, blood in their, their hair. hair. Dude.
2: <laughs> that
5: was a great line, dude. That's Dirty Nelly's. That's what Dirty
0: Nellies is Dirty a real bar. Yep. Yep. There aren't too many of them anymore in Charlottesville. Mm. And you know, uh, this being my presidential campaign, yes. when I'm away from the pod, I wanna be with the regular folks. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I I might
5: have been I might be the fanciest Dan in that bar. I have a collared shirt on, my, my my person. Yeah, so you came out, we watched the
0: final four. Well, we watched the second game. We were all there for the first game. Yeah, I was with my children. And you came well. You came out with your friend who's friends with Bono.
5: Yeah, I came out. I came out with my uh, with my Bono friend. Yep, that was cool. He's a great guy. Yeah, I want to dox him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't People that are good. friends with Bono, you can't really talk about him. right? Uh, three suds. Um, I had like seven. I was feeling it. Yeah, I do have a lot a of other lights on making. on the
5: table. Yeah, man.
3: You walked in. You were like, "Hey, what's up?" I talked to your boy, and then you're like, "Does anybody need a drink?" And I held up my. Miller Lite that was empty like yeah me and you nodded and you're like yep gotcha and then you went to the bar you got two beers and you put them both down in front of yourself and drank them both <laughs>
5: <laughs> well that's true I don't
3: think I. S- <laughs> it must not have registered
5: clearly that was when I first entered
3: yeah like you first sent we said what's up and then you're like does anybody need a pop I didn't
5: see your yeah. I didn't see your hand motion I intended to get two for myself. I would I would have certainly gotten one for you. All right. That's my bad. Let me send you 350 for your troubles.
0: All right. I say I say uh by the way Ramadan can't be that hard.
5: <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, one of our friends is upset about all the anti-Christianity talk on the oh, pod. Oh, really? Yeah. The 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 uh, the, the pastor? Nope. No, no, back back way too,
0: Oh, well Backy's going to be okay. Backy got really mad at me. Bad back, back back he got really mad at me because his mom has been to a, an exorcism in yeah. Megagoria yeah which I have no idea where that is I just can't forget it because yeah. that's so cool
5: next uh, to Nazareth I think yeah
0: yeah well uh, she's been to a real exorcism and I laughed about it yep uh, and and I was uh, on the river on mushrooms and he got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing! Uh, and he, you know, he turned it into you. You talking shit about my mom? <laughs> no, I'm talking shit. About, I just don't call know. Call my mom believe- a liar? Yeah, you call my mom a liar? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to have his mom on the pod to talk about the exorcism mm-hmm. in mm Hmm. I think that'd be great. We need to have somebody
5: who's done an exorcism on the pod. We do. I was at a little kid birthday party yesterday, yeah. Backy was there. Yeah. And then their family's talking about heading to church. It was Palm Sunday, as yep. you know. And Backy's there in tennis shoes and jeans. And I'm like, We're going to church in tennis shoes yeah. and jeans these yeah. days? He's like, <laughs> Yeah, like like way different. And we I must thought have converted well to like southern Baptist. That, that was like, like the 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 biggest barrier of entry to me was the coat and the tie and the that's nine a.m. every
0: day, pretty much.
5: They're, they're talking about going in the afternoon in in
0: a pair of jeans to church. We should do an in-house mailbag. Just start asking each other questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Making, how do you think you're going to die? Oh, um, cancer. Yeah. Yikes! I asked somebody that yesterday, or like at the bar Saturday, and he he was like. You know, I think uh, think uh like a bear would be cool, like that sort of thing. And I was like, you know, it's gonna be melanoma. Yeah, like, right. That's a different it's question It's gonna be something yeah. pretty like, damn. Or if I just, get Alzheimer's, just, just, just get... let me do the pod. Just let me continue <laughs> to do the pod. I'm gonna come and be, the pod every day is just gonna be like, who the fuck are you? Uh. <laughs> you know, like, it's gonna be great because I won't have to remember. We'll never run uh, out of material. This Caitlin Clark, Angel right. Reese saga. we are come in here and talk about uh, talk about living in the present. Yeah. I'm just we gonna show pitch Randy something.
3: Scott to you every day.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, uh, Tate Fraser came on while you are on vacation. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't remember that. King no, Saint. I mean, and that's probably how I'm gonna go. I mean, that was my guess. That or uh, like some sort of uh, facial cancer, mm-hmm. you know? Putting all these smoke stacks down the gullet mm-hmm. over the years, mm-hmm. you know?
3: I'm hoping for a what? plane crash.
0: Plane crash? Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? No, I just watched the uh, MH370 documentary. Nice. Interesting, Spoiler right? Spoiler alert: They don't know a fucking thing. <laughs> I know. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the best Who's part. Who's <laughs> there are all these MH3 uh, um, anybody, they, the, the IMNARSAT, the fucking Malaysian Airlines, the American pilots, the pilots. Somebody knows something. The pilots are dead. Oh right, I'm just saying. Generally, Spoiler like, alert. They're in the ocean. Somewhere. Oh, as
5: far yeah. as the investigation, nobody yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. Why. yeah knows. Okay, could okay. be yeah, the right.
0: Russians, like. Basically, the whole documentary is like we don't you know, know. Yeah, we, hey, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Six save, part documentary. you are gonna say <laughs> six part episodes. <laughs> yeah. no, it's long. But you don't want to die. Is in a good? plane crash, dude? What? I don't want to know I don't about my die death of like heart disease, cancer, something boring like that. That's some bad news. It's Not
1: because it's boring;
3: it's because it's long and painful and arduous and so you, hard on the people you around know, you.
0: I I can give you something that's three minutes quicker and a lot less traumatic than a plane okay. crash. Okay. Overdose, Yeah.
3: No, because you don't feel sympathy for the overdosers. Oh, you,
5: you know? need sympathy. That's I fair. Think so. I
0: would feel sympathy for you if you did way too much cocaine.
3: You, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. would feel sympathy, yeah. but not yeah. like the general public.
5: But who
0: cares what the general public
3: thinks? You're dead. That's a good point.
5: Age matters. How old a guy are you?
3: Like 70-something, late 70s. He's going to fucking Bermuda. Oh. He's. Mm-hmm. I think if you overdose shirt. in
5: your 70s, yeah. you get the sympathy.
0: But that's just suicide. Well, yes, it is. Or it's also like, I'd like to try that <laughs> stuff. Never did it. I fucking
3: stick by mess. my plane crash plane or train crash. crash.
0: You probably have a heart reach. attack anyways <laughs> before you hit the ocean. That's the thing about these plane crashes.
3: <laughs> you get to have like an amazing last moment with a stranger. Think how intense that moment would be.
0: Mm. i would hey, be like you know. I'll, I'll be, somebody's tapping me to take my headphones off I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nope like where are you flying to <laughs> <laughs> bows that's the thing about you Amen. know yeah yeah that's the thing about uh pla- that that that's a good yeah. ad yeah yeah things going down wait
3: the plane is crashing and you don't even notice as you're watching is
0: plane breaking yeah. apart noise canceling is a, a guy tapping you on the shoulder to tell you the plane's crashing i know the plane's crashing yeah. i'm just trying to listen to uh, bach is that a sure yeah. johann
3: sebastian yeah. yeah sebastian
5: bach yeah bose die in peace exactly mm-hmm. ad mm mhm what a plane crash come on why don't make why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> stole another one <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Hey hey Matt yep. um, in-house mailbag yeah hey Matt uh, how's your uh, social life going?
3: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah yep
5: good. Go on
3: been hanging out, lovely lady, friend listener of the pod. It's going great.
0: She's a Philly John. Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: A little long distance relationship. I think that's about as all as much as you'll get out of me right now. Yeah.
5: Autoerotic is is it's 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 asphyxiation.
3: That is a thing. Yeah.
0: No, that's like a personally familiar. That's like a three out of ten. It's probably a ten out of ten when it comes to like, you know, the actual experience, but you know, you gotta leave. You got to leave that legacy behind. Not there's anything wrong with it. Something people talk about. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I was younger, and I actually was into that smut on your laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to wonder, hey, if I had a heart attack, that'd be a real shame because you somebody just walk in. Oh, he's dead. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah,
5: yeah. No, I've had a long-standing agreement with Kingston actually that he's yeah. to destroy all my devices upon yeah. my death. Yeah.
3: Just gonna walk into his house, be like, "Hey, Kate." Yeah. Ignore what I'm doing. Just grabbing Macon's laptop.
5: Now, to be fair, that was from a bygone era. I think I'm clean. Oh, I'm clean. You can look at my. You can look at all my devices. I'm clean. How how
1: would you destroy his devices? What's the?
5: Office. Very good question. Thank you. Probably should ask that way back when.
3: Put a drill through the hard drive. It's the only way to do it. Smart. (laughs) He walks
0: in with a drill. Excuse me, Kate.
3: Sorry, to interrupt <laughs> Sorry for
5: you your loss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <Gee>! <laughs> hey, uh,
3: kids. Meanwhile, I noticed the language you said you used to describe it when I was younger, which could be like two days ago. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Let me use
0: this uh, this language uh, six seconds ago. In, yeah, explicitly, many moons ago, mm-hmm. when I mm-hmm. uh, indulged in smut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm a Christian now. Yeah. Who likes taunting. Yep. I'm a little bit of a, a white whale. Okay. Um, like all taunting, all taunting um. matters. Okay. Um, seriously, we've got a fucking race war going outside over women's basketball. All taunting this matters. This fucking, this country is fucked. We, we are fucked. We, we are fucked. Oh, this, this from, um, a, a listener. Yeah. Top three to five things uh, you hope one of your friends never asks you for. Three <laughs> percent? <laughs>
5: That's funny I, guess that that a
3: joke. I get that one. That's yeah. really
5: funny. Yeah. You want to sit in on this podcast?
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, friend, friend. Don't want to... I mean... The occasional like move? Can you move this? Shit! I did that I was, for you, you did the that other to day. Me. That that you yeah you would you would okay? Hold on a second. You moved
0: Blair. two small couches with me? They were like love seats. Yeah yeah. While you were over. Oh, well, that was like a week ago.
5: <laughs> yeah, I was just bringing up that one because it was more
0: recent. Yeah, I've I've but remember when you had me come over and move all your furniture with yeah, you. That yeah, that was like an extended. Yeah, I, I have um, also attending a wedding after thirty five. Oh,
5: mm-hmm. I still like weddings.
0: Yeah, but they're like always right in the middle of when I'd like to be just not be- doing Being weddings.
5: drunk and high somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like on a river. Yeah. Now, you want to do like a river wedding? <laughs> totally good. But all these people want to have all these warm. People need to do their weddings. After 35, you should have to do your wedding on like the worst weekends of the year. Mm-hmm. No sports. Uh, So March is out. It's starting to get nice out. I don't want to go anywhere in April. Um, you have to do your weddings um, in the brief period after the NFL wraps up. Like like February. Mm-hmm. All February weddings. Mm-hmm. Destination or no? Um, no destination. Backyard. You got to do them like on Zoom. Mm-hmm.
5: Or on a river. Or, or on a river if you want to
1: do it. On one. Zoom on a river. Yeah. You got
5: married June 22nd.
0: That's right. I want to be the first to wish my wife a happy anniversary mm-hmm. um
5: uh, hey ha- I'd, I'd be remiss if i didn't wish happy birthday to your niece uh kyle's daughter thanks. april the fourth thanks that's good uh, Cox me turning I... turning one good uncle yeah and uh that my notes and everything and uh meredith meredith gunter Ooh. her birthday april the fourth
0: four Mail four thanks anyone or four, four.
1: Well, what were read them from on the, uh, yeah, yeah Twitter from the web? This is from UMBC football. How long can you sit in a car with someone bef- without talking?
5: <laughs> Hours. The whole, the whole time. car ride. Yeah. Yes. Depends, depends on, on the
3: hearse.
0: Depends on the person. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk at all. You think the guy driving the hearse is allowed to listen to the radio? <laughs> sure. You think so? He's not bothering anybody. <laughs> That's
5: interesting, it it might be disrespectful. I wonder
0: if there's a code code there.
5: I bet if you're actually in a processional type of deal, I bet they keep it quiet in there. Yeah. Because what if you're playing something that the person would have hated? Yeah, like don't be driving me around playing,
0: I don't know, fucking Jason (laughs) Aldean. Right. I think
1: the sign of a God of a good horse like driver. Je- I'll be like Jesus in there. <laughs> <I'm>
0: back. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Which is ironic cuz Jason is definitely singing about Jesus. Yep. Maybe coincidental.
1: Pat Pats Tillman wants to know the worst landlord you've you've ever had.
5: I've never had bad landlords. I have been a bad tenant because in college I was what you would call uh, not responsible and they would contact me and say, hey, your lease is coming up. We're gonna show the unit. And so one day in particular, um, there was a big knock on the door and I thought, oh no, I had just awakened. And so I ran to the front door and they of course have a key and they're about to open the apartment. And I just put all my weight behind it, which at the time was sizable. And yeah, the, was. The, the poor person um, who's with prospective tenants like she can get it open like a, a little, she's like it's unlocked. I have no idea what's happening, and I'm just behind the door, barring the door, and then this goes on for the longest three or four minutes you've ever experienced, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't get through. They didn't bust through. Like well, I'm so sorry, we'll have to try again later. <laughs> That's insane. Well, I mean, it and looked they awful never... in that apartment. It looked awful. I was barely clothed. There was food everywhere.
1: It just and wasn't they gonna never, work. They never asked what was going on. They never found out. they thought like
5: the door oh no 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 yeah they didn't know and i picked the place up and let them see it another time you know not like a bad person i just (laughs) wasn't ready for a showing
1: defending your your honor yeah yeah yeah
5: are you going to see Molchat doma in dc
1: this is the
0: russian band that in january uh i i I saw that they were playing on saturday and i said i really want to go to that let's buy four to six tickets me and the boys busting tickets and uh, then Saturday or Friday, I was like, hey, what time are we leaving? Mm-hmm. And they were like, for what? Three months from so now. So it turns out that the, the the show was in April and uh, I'm not going to the show. <laughs> oh. You've lost interest. No, that's a total wintertime <laughs> show, dude. You think I want to go to a- <laughs> You're
5: not going because of the month of Eastern the year? Eastern
0: block, post-punk show indoors in April. The fucking
5: trees are blooming. That's really funny. Is it this Saturday? Being there with a leather jacket. Can I grab those tickets off? Yeah. Man? No, I'm not going to that show.
3: Speaking of tickets, don't forget we have the uh, Grateful Dead and Company show coming up before too long.
0: Yep. What's the date on that?
3: Aren't they called Dead and Company?
5: Yes. Okay. I'm a big fan. Um, Uh, Uncle John's Band. Yeah? Yeah, that's a song. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> code break,
0: doing a number two in a public restroom while on the phone talking to somebody. Actually, actually, I, yes. You think? I'm uncomfortable. Well, what's it matter? The guy's shitting either way. I don't like it. I think the code break is, is on the end of the person calling someone. Right. Like, I don't want to hear you tooting the glute flute while we're talking about business. I don't even want to hear the echo. Wait, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the question was posed like it's a public bathroom.
3: I think it's fine if you're talking just to mask the fart noises. Yeah.
5: Why are you having noises during a a movement? Y'all aren't doing this right.
3: Yeah, we're supposed to have noises during a podcast like you.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Rank
0: least to most difficult. Get a hit off Otani. Score on Giannis. Sack versus Lane. So I think scoring on Giannis is the easiest. Correct. Correct. You know? Give yeah. him a little shoulder shake. Maybe I don't know. Hit him in the balls. You throw up a lucky shot. You'll yeah. make one at some point. Yeah, I could yeah, I could hit a jumper. Um, then it's sack versus lane. Mm-hmm. Which is really hard. Very few people have done it. But like getting a hit off Otani, Mike Trout couldn't
1: do it.
5: <laughs> but you know about you could you could start to time it up. I mean, if he's throwing you 500 you could, straight you could, balls, yes. yeah, you would just okay, so start swinging a, every single a sack time. Getting off lane is the hardest one. Maybe I think so. You only be. have a couple seconds
1: with Otani. You I think you just put the barrel of the bat just like right over there. the plate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it yeah. you go. It does say hit though, right
5: more than just contact. Yeah,
1: right, right. You I would rather like take my chances on the base base path than like swinging as hard I as I could to put it in the outfield.
5: You also have the quarterback part of that equation. It's yeah, not it was, just getting past Lane, you also have to tackle yeah. somebody yeah. who's an athlete. Yep. I got, why do you hate the Rams?
0: <laughs> God, we've been over this. Like there's not a group of people that I feel less either way about than Rams fans in, in, in LA. I always get it from the LA people. Yeah. Like I, I just don't... remember,
5: there was like an old couple in St. Louis who would always wait for you after the game. Yeah, games. they'd wait for me after the game. They were great. Hope they're good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd... Anyways, they they used to drive like sixteen hours to see our games. Unbelievable. Yeah. Fucking twenty minutes was enough for me from the airport. Building. <laughs> you could barely make yeah. it twenty minutes. Um. I don't hate the Rams. I'm gonna explain this one more time. When when I retired, the, well, when the Rams cut me, uh, I went to a team that I won a Super Bowl on. So thank you to the Rams and Les Snead and Jeff Fisher. And then most importantly, um, the team left. So I don't really feel like I have a home in LA with the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's reasonable. Absolutely
3: mm-hmm. reasonable. I, yeah, They well, abandoned the city. They're
0: gonna call you yes men.
5: That's what they're gonna say.
0: I effect. was
3: a St. Louis Rams fan and I'm yeah. not an LA Rams fan.
5: Who do you like? Once you say the Eagles, then they're really gonna call mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes men.
3: <laughs> Coming around on the commanders again. Mm. For each of you, when's the last time you stole something, and what was it? Ooh,
0: that's good. Um, I steal. I don't know. If it is is it stealing to take uh, the toiletries from the hotel?
3: it's Ambiguous. I don't think so. You know, uh, I, I don't I think take so. The toiletries.
1: Uh, the any of that stuff, I think, is fair game uh there was
5: like a box of pastries here last week yeah and there was one of those raspberry things in there and i took one and i didn't ask anybody anything i just kept it i took one those were for nate
0: ebner oh they were for nate ebner all of them you're trying to kill them Um, when i was a kid i stole something from a gas station when i was like six Mm -hmm. i took like uh one of those five ten cent candies back in my day it was five ten cents off the desk, and when I got outside, my mom saw that I had it. She made me go in, apologize, Mm -hmm. and then she, I mean, it was bad. Mm. Yeah, I told her I I was gonna call child services. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think she responded like, you are just a little fucking baby.
5: Did you go on a stealing spree on a baseball
0: road trip? No, what I did on a baseball road trip was, uh, well, there were two of them that I got dismissed from. (laughs) There was one (laughs) in Florida where there was this kid and uh, he was older, and uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but he let me borrow his ID to go get Swisher Sweets. Mm. Uh, I was 13 at that point, and we were in Jacksonville. We were staying at the Sea Turtle Inn, which was great. I can still smell the sand and the tap water. I loved those mm. trips to Jacksonville. we go down there and get our asses kicked by like Bishop Kenny and mm-hmm. Bowles and all those like Major League Baseball farm systems in Jacksonville. Um, and at night, I want to let a little steam off and smoke a Swisher Sweet in an alley. So I take the ID in there and uh, buy the, the Swisher Sweets. I'm getting ready to, and the woman's like, hold on a second. Let me see your ID and uh, give her my buddy's ID. And she's like, that's not you. You wait right here. <laughs> There's a cop that pulled up right as I entered the, the fucking 7-Eleven. And needless to say... It wasn't good for your boy. Mm-hmm. The cop did drive me back to Hotel White Privilege mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and dropped me off and met my coach, who was a former UVA a football player, and I'll never forget being on the elevator with him. And uh, he said, uh, I stuck my nuts on the table for you, and you just smashed them. <laughs> and because uh, my, my head coach hated me. Um, and uh, so anyways, I proved him right. And then there was another one where uh, I was playing for John Grisham's uh, mm-hmm. operation down there at Cove Creek. John Grisham, this, you know, the writer, uh, calls this place home and loves baseball. Uh, and so he set up this big ballpark called Cove Creek and we had all-star teams, which I routinely made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we were on a road trip to Atlanta and me and my buddies walked to a gas station, we were 14, and grabbed, I don't know how we got the beer, because we were 14, but we got like 12 beers, and we sat in the parking lot and drank them all, me and my mm. buddy Steve Wickline. And uh, then we decided to get on the, the, the telephone <laughs> and call all the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Including one of our, our coaches, who had to do the right thing, and, uh, and, and, and drop the dime on us to the head coach the next morning. So I was on a bus ride back from Atlanta, knowing that my dad was, uh, my dad was uh, waiting for me, uh, picking me up at the ballpark. That was longest bus ride. I'll give it to, I'll give it to myself.
5: I pulled the fire alarm at a Baltimore museum. And uh, you know, everybody had to leave the museum. <laughs> and then the fire Did department really? came. Yeah, I was real little. It looked interesting. And, um, and I had to apologize to the firefighters.
0: One field trip to Williamsburg, I, um, I found the movie Jade on TV, which uh-huh. is uh, it's almost like softcore porn. Mm-hmm. The, the gal from Men in Black, who was a smoke show, was in Jade. And uh, I think the plot had something to do with her having sex a lot. Mm. And so I was uh, going up and down the hallway, knocking on people's doors, telling them Channel 17. <laughs> uh, and, Rest got back and, <laughs> oh. and that back. And that Williamsburg trip is uh, no longer... Uh, (laughs) so i've ruined a couple chaperones hate me dude Uh um yeah i was not great on on trips
1: well uh as parents are you guys gonna chaperone some uh trips for your your young children fuck no no no
0: no not a chance i don't want to be the guy i don't want to be the guy i don't want to have to deal with other people's kids you know I, i really don't think i'm gonna be good at dealing with other people's kids
1: but you have good experience, you know, you could pull from, uh, that one father who said the dog didn't poo in the pool, but I know a little boy who... Pooed. Yeah, I also... Did you ever hear this story? Yeah.
0: Yeah, when I pooed in the pool and blamed it on the dog, yeah. and then the dad called me on it the next sleepover. I mean, it was crushing, dude. He crushed my soul. <laughs> little turd floating around there. I saw... I can't... I'll never forget when I turned around and saw that thing floating like a, a brown buoy in the ocean. <laughs> And, uh, I was like, fuck, that's me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you couldn't hide to, the evidence, the you had to gonna, turn around and see it to yeah, know that you had, well, you had done something. It was like, it was floating over by that little like filter thing. Oh, that that would like, have been and I was like, go in clutch. Go. Yeah. No, you should code, have
5: pushed it in. No, co-
1: <laughs> no code Brown today. <laughs> oh, no. uh, it didn't go in.
0: Yeah. Needless to
1: say. What are some of the best and worst things you've witnessed at a wedding?
0: Man, I had a buddy that got married, and we knew it wasn't going to work out. So that that was it, just the wedding, you know. (laughs) I was like, man, good
1: acting performances
0: by you. It was it was one of those things where you know where they're like, "Hey, anybody in the crowd have a good reason?" And we all (laughs) had good reasons. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a wedding like that. I'm not going to name who it was but uh, they're on to the next wedding now. So they need to refer to Article A of uh, Weddings After 35. Mm -hmm. Only February, only on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Or on a river. Or on a river. I really love weddings. seen some bad toasts.
5: Oh, Uh, I love a toast. Yeah. I love a bad toast,
0: too. Yeah, you can't really go wrong. No, especially when I don't know the person. It's some gal from New Jersey or something that I just met. Yep. I don't have a problem with watching them squirm up there. I love a Usually dance floor. They, they don't know they're squirming. Yeah, I love dance floor. I'm an introvert,
5: and yeah. I love a dance floor. Mm-hmm. Dance floor is like a safe space. Get your you freak on.
1: You can kind of do any any dance move at a wedding. Yeah, you shovel. Know. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. you got a daughter. One yes. day I might have a daughter. Mm. What occupation you want her to marry? like her to have her
5: own occupation.
0: Um, no, I know, but like, you know,
5: what, what guy... Mm-hmm. What's or, this guy do for a living? Or girl? Yeah, sure. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. All right. You go, go go go. Um, um. Hmm. What a great question. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh. Veterinarian. <clears throat> a couple reasons why. These cats, no pun intended, make bank. Yeah. All right. Um. And you always have questions for a veterinarian, and yeah. you're like fuck, it's Sunday at 8 p.m. Do I really have to go to the emergency vet? I wish I could call Joe, Yeah, my son-in-law. Until
0: one of your kids has an issue, like a high fever, and then you're like, can you help? No, I only do dogs. That's a problem.
5: Yeah. Um, How about a doctor? Ah, uh, but that's like on call, away from the family oh, yeah, that's sort true. of stuff. Vets have like hours, you mm-hmm. know? If it's a weekend you're going to the emergency vet. What about the Doctor
0: from House, which is a terrible show? But he's just kind of he just <laughs> floats around, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, we need you. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, I'll make this one. Mm-hmm. That kind of doctor.
3: You don't want her to marry someone British.
5: No, not no. I do. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah.
3: So let's start there, British.
5: British veterinarian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, name. I'll give you a name too. Alistair. Uh George. George is a strong name. Mm-hmm, yeah, it is. A British veterinarian named George with good teeth. <laughs> and, um, he's like, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's four years her senior, you know, uh-huh. they're both appropriate marriage mm-hmm. ages, Yeah, but like he's seen, he's, he's been around the block. Not mm-hmm. like, you know, he wasn't, no, he's yeah. not a womanizer or anything. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah but he's seen a little bit of the world. You know, he's, he's, he's retired from the streets. You
0: don't want like her marrying a virgin. Right. Uh, That's where a lot hmm. of the problems come. I have a buddy though. The virgins, they act out.
5: They say get a little, little, little.
3: Marrying a virgin is insane.
5: Hold on, hold on. (laughs) I have a really good friend who has only made love to his wife, that's it. And it's like an A plus marriage. He's a cool cat. No, you're right. There are some cool there are some cool. Uh, I also
1: have a friend. Yeah, I can speak to that. Like yeah. it might be that might be the but way there to also go actually. It could be yeah. like
0: a little taste of the 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 pie. I want the whole I want all the pie.
5: Not quite following along, but no, like he's not he's not like a wandering eye. Nah, yeah, he's like, set.
0: Like you don't know what you want until you have a little something. <laughs> right. Well, he had a little something. He was like I'm I'm good here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. He's just there's a level of sowing the wild oats, which I think would be pre- prerequisite. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I was thinking like podcast producer. <laughs> Reed. Reed be perfect. Reed, so when my daughter's 25, Reed will be 53 or so?
1: <laughs>
5: no, I don't yeah, mean i All
1: due respect, I'm good I on don't having... Reed. Oh, not guys Reed specifically.
5: So yeah. Okay. Guys got, got. Honestly, I might sign up for that right now. Reed being my son-in-law, yeah.
1: Even with, <laughs> I would not sign up with. No offense. What the fuck? As as, as any of yeah. my father No offense.
5: Some taken.
1: Well, I'd rather be friends than you know have can, like the pressure. We're of, gonna have a great time.
5: The the biggest issue is, is you're being 27 years older than my daughter.
1: Otherwise, I think we got it made in the shade. Yeah, that's I'm kind of I'm I'm trying to cut that you know the 27 by not marrying your daughter. Yeah. And not being the son-in-law. But like, we like each other. We do like each other. We trust each other. That, we yeah. work together. Yeah,
5: Government. there are a lot of happy marriages that have 27-year <laughs> age differences. They're all over the place. Donald and Melania, 24.
3: Emmanuel Macron and his wife.
1: Oh, yeah. Brigitte. 24 years. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones difference. Yeah. With Michael Douglas. Yeah. There you go, 25
5: a bird there you go bird in the hand is worth two in the bush mm-hmm. you know Chris mm-hmm. and um, you're telling me I could get a, a son-in-law with the integrity of a cowboy reed yeah I don't care how old he is what's your favorite part of my body <laughs> wait uh, say it again be happy to answer say it again no yes
3: what's the fa- what's your favorite part of his body
5: I'm <laughs> not going to go chalk and say calves. My favorite part of your body.
2: Yeah.
5: Uh, um, what's this right here? This muscle over your knee? That's basically a calf, too. No, 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 no. This one right here.
0: What's that? Oh, okay. That's a VMO.
5: That's a VMO? Yeah. Totally my favorite. Okay, cool. That looks badass. Yeah. A VMO? Uh huh. I don't know if that's an actual muscle. That sounds totally made up. No, it is it's real your vastus medialis oblique yeah pretty much that is hot what's (laughs) your favorite part of my body (laughs) i know i'm not showing a lot of skin today
0: probably probably your eyes man thank you (laughs) yeah yeah you do like green things well no i mean like uh they're they're kind of they're, they're like dead eyes. It's funny, like you're funny. Like you, 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 the way you express through your eyes, it's like they're beautiful, they're green. I have dead eyes? No, no but like... But he likes funny it. Funny people can like just kinda, like the way you just looked at me, the way you're looking at me right now, it's funny, I love it. <laughs> I amuse you. No, you're funny. Okay. That's a positive. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, they're also beautiful eyes. Thanks. Green eyes. I might trade brown for green. You want yeah. to trade?
5: Um, I kind of yeah. I kind of like my green eyes. Okay. Just like I like your VMOs.
0: Okay. This is the officer loves with dead eyes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Why do I keep getting compared to Steve Buscemi? Uh, Crispin Glover. Bill those. Murray. Okay. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, there dude. You go. Yeah. I have big teeth and dead eyes, uh, no lips. Anybody else?
1: I think your hair is great. Yeah, oh yeah. I know you, you, you like hair. to wear the Can hat. Take, hat take your hat off, take your hat off. Yeah.
5: Mm. You have great
0: hair. Thank Thank your you. hair is my favorite part. Oh, thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. I would agree. Thank you. Good jawline. Uh, yeah, the other day in that picture that I put on Instagram, yeah, you look good. You put a picture of me on Instagram? Yeah, disgusting brothers.
5: Oh, oh. I um, that is about as good as I can look in the studio. You that picture, cool. you look good. Yeah, thanks.
1: Cowboy, her I thought I heard a follow up. Uh, y- nothing important. Um.
5: <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> nothing important.
3: There is a Dead
1: Eyes podcast, by the way. Oh, when I was looking that up. <sighs> what's the What's the last thing you bought online, either of you, that you mm. that that you really like?
5: I really don't really don't buy things bought something online
1: or or in person
5: we should we should mention our friend mike golick jr who bought himself a lifetime membership to the virginia athletics foundation this weekend with a hundred dollar donation
0: congratulations welcome
5: to the cause yeah um you'll be getting emails every year for the road for the rest of your life yep you're into that thanks for supporting 32 time national championship athletic department
0: Thank you uh, to Virginia Tech for keeping the streak alive, no natties, and uh, everybody take care.